0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1571, Realistic Rates of Fat Loss, by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Realistic Rates of Fat Loss by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk Fat loss is rarely a straightforward or linear process, and before setting out on your journey, it's important to have some realistic expectations. Despite many of the claims you see online or in health magazines, there are no shortcuts to fat loss, and it will most likely be a much longer process than you think. The crux for many of us is that fat loss comes at different rates and will be harder or easier depending on the individual. These individual differences rely on numerous factors, including age, gender, physical activity levels, body composition, Exercise history, stress, dieting history, genetics, socioeconomic status, and other psychosocial factors, like cultural predispositions, and so on. This post doesn't aim to dive deep into all of those factors, but rather aims to give you information to set some reasonable expectations. Here's a general guideline on realistic rates of fat loss to keep your expectations honest realistic rates of fat loss per week. It's important to know these are just guidelines and numbers will vary. Your weight is also made up of more than just fat, so your actual body fat percentage needs to be taken into consideration too. Those with more fat will find it easier to lose fat and can typically lose more per week. These individuals will also have a higher overall energy need which means it's easier to create a calorie deficit. Leaner people will struggle to lose fat as they have less of it, and the body wants to hold on to it. Less fat and a generally lower energy need also make it harder to create a calorie deficit. Some general guidelines with regards to amount of body weight lost per week, well when we consider an aggressive approach, that would be 1 to 1.5% of one's body weight. A reasonable approach would be 1 half to 1% of one's body weight, and a comfortable approach would be less than 1 half percent of one's body weight. Applications So now that we have some guidelines to reference, let's apply these to a 200 pound individual. An aggressive weight loss plan would be 2 to 3 pounds per week. A reasonable plan would be 1 to 2 pounds per week and a comfortable plan would be less than one pound per week. Recommendations. For the majority of people, I would recommend setting expectations in the comfortable to low reasonable ranges. There's no rush when it comes to fat loss, and it should be seen as a marathon, not a sprint. A big reason for this is that the more aggressive you are with your rate of fat loss, the bigger the deficit you need to create. Those who have more fat than the average person can look to push into the upper ranges as it will be easier for them to create this deficit. A large calorie deficit can become far too restrictive and impact your ability to keep the weight off in the longer term, which is the overall goal, right? Let's use the example of one pound of fat equating to 3,500 calories. If we aim for a one pound per week weight loss target, that would be in the comfortable to reasonable range, that results in a 500-calorie deficit each day. For argument's sake, let's say your maintenance calories, meaning the calories needed to maintain your weight, are 2,500. With a one-pound-a-week weight loss and 500-calorie deficit per day, you have a decent 2,000 calories to play with to achieve your one-pound-a-week target. With this calorie target, you still have the flexibility to enjoy your life, food, and and progress towards your goals. Once you get into the upper end of the reasonable range and into the aggressive range, you're creating a deficit of up to 1,000 to 1,500 calories, which, when using the 2,500 maintenance example previously mentioned, will create a daily calorie target of 1,500 down to 1,000 calories per day. While this may sound doable, it's far from sustainable for most people, and will most likely lead to poor adherence. A large calorie deficit will also increase the likelihood that you lose lean mass, as well as fat mass. A key part of fat loss isn't just the deficit you create to lose it, but the habits and behaviors you develop along the way that will help you to keep it off. A large calorie deficit and being overzealous with your fat loss often does little to help you build these habits and behaviors, especially if you're inexperienced when it comes to dieting. With fat loss, slow and steady often wins the race. Metabolic adaptation. An important thing to know is that your metabolism is a complex adaptive system that continually works to maintain homeostasis. Your body doesn't like change, and when it comes to fat loss, your body becomes clever by using less calories, storing more calories, and becoming more efficient at using the calories it does. So, it's important to adjust calories as you proceed through your diet and use outcomes to guide your judgment. This is why resistance training is an effective tool to use for fat loss, as an increase, or at least the maintenance, of your lean mass can help to maintain your resting metabolic rate, not to mention the numerous other benefits. Essentially, you could be the same weight, but with more lean mass, a higher resting metabolic rate, and more calories to play with to maintain your weight final considerations. As mentioned at the start, there are many factors that can affect your fat loss efforts and your journey can look vastly different to someone else's. Any equation you use will give you an estimate, so it's important to use the outcomes of your actions to guide your journey. No matter which diet you use or whichever way you approach your nutrition, the key driver for success is consistency. Another key component of fat loss is understanding your total daily energy expenditure. However you approach your fat loss, it's important to do it sustainably. While an aggressive approach may seem like a good idea in the short term, you may be making it harder for yourself and impacting your ability to keep the weight off in the longer term. You just listened to the post titled Realistic Rates of Fat Loss by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. indeed.com slash health terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these Nootropic Chews at com. That's o l l com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dr. Neal here for my commentary. I often get asked by those looking to lose weight. Dr. Neal, can you just give me a general idea of how many calories I should consume each day? I just need a place to start. Luckily, guidelines like these do exist. In fact, when I was working as a lifestyle educator for one of the largest HMOs in the US, we used the following guideline. For those assigned a female gender at birth, the goal is to get around 1,500 calories each day. For those assigned a male gender at birth, the aim is to get around 1,800 calories a day. Now, sometimes a patient would ask me, well, if I cut that recommendation in half, like I eat only 750 calories each day, I could lose more weight in half the time, right? Well, not necessarily. In fact, it's not recommended that anyone consume less than 1,200 calories each day without medical supervision. This is because consuming too few calories each day can lead to vitamin and mineral imbalances in the body, which can actually damage the organs like the heart. So if rapid weight loss is the goal, then consult your healthcare provider. But if you're looking to build habits that last a lifetime, then today's author, Sam, was absolutely right. Slow and steady wins the race. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you're having a great start to your week, and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.